Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Wealthy Teachers. You've probably listened to our transition episode explaining kind of where we're headed with this podcast. And today, what we'd like to do is go over uh, what the podcast is going to look like, who this is for, why we're doing it, why us, and uh, what to look forward to. So, Lindsay, what did you say... Wealthy podcasts. Wealthy podcast. Wealthy podcasts. <laughs> Who would you say Wealthy Teachers, the podcast, is for? So in a nutshell, it is the entrepreneur and the educator whose zone of genius is actually guiding groups of people through content. And they want to be in a relationship with their customers and their students. And so that's kind of, I think, who this podcast is for. Do you have any thoughts on that? Hmm. I... I imagine this podcast is for people who are maybe entrepreneur curious. Mm. Like they're just like wondering what's available, what's possible. Maybe they, um, maybe they're part of an MLM, but they're maybe thinking there's got to be more to this space mm-hmm. and this online, um, yeah, on, online entrepreneur space. And they're trying to figure out what to do next. Yeah. And I, I think what we're hoping to bring is a lot of those next steps through examples and um, our own experience uh, after being in business for about three years now. So yeah, I think it's for people who are interested in learning from people who have maybe figured it out or <laughs> at least think they figured <laughs> it out or right. have a way of doing things uh, maybe a little bit better than when they first started. That makes sense. Cool. Yeah. So why do you think we're doing this podcast? Why? Wh- <laughs> like, Where does this fit in in all the business podcasts that you could listen to? I think the fact that you and I both have a real passion for teaching and we find ourselves in this space um, with that kind of being the forefront of our goals and missions is improving teaching quality mm. in this space. Yeah. Um, us having those conversations on this podcast is really going to help us um, spread that concept mm. and that idea that teaching is important yep. in every space yep. and in particular where we find ourselves, which is the course space. Obviously, teaching is important if you have courses, yep. but in entrepreneurship in general, you're always teaching at some capacity. So um, being able to teach well, mm. I think, is an important skill to have. And then also part of our larger mission of showing educators in more institutional careers you know, actual teachers, teachers, that this space exists and what's yep. possible here yeah. is um, another side of the coin that we want to have conversations about on this podcast. Yeah, I would add to just like supporting our Build a Better Beta students. And it's just, you know, in our weekly Q&As, Derek and I host them together. And I find us like almost every Q&A, we pull some sort of example or experience from our college classroom days. And mm-hmm. I think that's going to have two um, results for our listeners. So if you're an entrepreneur who's never set foot in a classroom and you're really nervous about like, whoa, I don't know what it means to teach, like, but I know I want to do it well. I've been in a bunch of courses where it was terrible. And so there's that, you know, inner fear, maybe a little imposter syndromes, but it, but it's really like a lack of confidence in being able to hold space for a classroom, like, you know, be the authority. So those people are going to listen and be like, oh, that's awesome. Like, I get it. Like, I understand. Um, Plus, we connect on the level that like everyone has been in a classroom setting. I mean, we're not yet. (laughs) I think we're about 10 years out for from this 
you know, surge of people that are going to come out of homeschooling that have never set foot in a classroom. But we'll say for now, most people have been in a classroom. So they remember those experiences. And I think they can tap into that um, as they set out to teach maybe their first course ever. I think that is, you know, uh, something that I've been doing well over the last few years is bringing out that teacher confidence. I've had several people call me like a teacher mindset coach. Then the flip (laughs) side of that is... I think for educators and people who come from the institution like and have taught in a classroom, they're going to hear like, oh, shit, I already know like how to do this. Like I actually have a ton of skills. Um, I might have to learn how to be a CEO and set it up. But I hope you recognize that, you know, the skills that you bring to the table and your past experiences and your credentials and all of that actually add so much value Um in this space and that, you know, stepping into the role of a CEO and business owner and like growing your, your income is something that, you know, is also within reach, but you're coming to the table, not with nothing. And (laughs) I, you know, obviously academics mean business as I did those interviews, which are still in this feed. um, If you're coming in, in the middle of this, um, that was part of it was like recognizing that when I first stepped out and decided to go all in on business that I thought I was like starting at zero with air quotes. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't. Right. And then it's like, Oh, like they don't like I could help people with learning outcomes. Whoa. Right. Like there were these little moments where I was like, Oh, I do know what I'm doing. I'm not starting at zero. And I think that that's a really empowering realization. And the faster we can get people there, the faster they'll be able to take action and like start their business or, or grow it. I think running a business requires skills that are all learnable. Mm. And the fact that teachers are, I would think most, if not all, are lifelong learners, just naturally, totally. like they want to continue learning things. They're setting themselves up well to run, to do anything really, but like run a business, you're going to learn some stuff. You're going to have to learn some stuff, but you're well equipped to do that learning in in jumping into something new that you've never done before. Totally. So I think I think teachers can... Go far. Yeah. I would say one of our last reasons for doing this is the journey that we've had in business from going mm-hmm. from a one on one kind of model that I felt like I had to do um, that burned me out, that I basically hated. I realized I hated the job I created for myself and moving into kind of a profitable, sustainable business that really focused on what I do best and what I love doing, which is teaching. And so, you know, helping the listeners build businesses that honor their strengths as educators, right? And doesn't burn us out is another reason why I want this podcast to exist because I do want to talk about what we've done, how we've done it, and and decisions we're making now. Like you alluded to, like, of course, we don't have everything figured out. We're just, we're, mm-hmm. uh, we're continuously, you know, reiterating or iterating and changing and making, you know, other different choices in our business. But like, as much as we can be transparent during that process with our content level like episodes, I think that's going to be really valuable for people too. So on an individual level, we want to help teachers and we want to help entrepreneurs. Um, And then on like a broader scale, we want to help them build better businesses that like honor their skills that they're, you know, the things that they're already good at. Mm -hmm. So if I can help them avoid what I had to go through, (laughs) I guess. Well, I bet in our interview episodes, we're going to have um, people who are, are currently teaching courses, but they probably went through a similar arc yeah. of starting a business with uh, having a skill or some sort of um, service that was a lot of one-on-one time, a lot of um, 
inability to duplicate yourself kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're spending a lot of hours with not a lot of income coming in, mm-hmm. but then once they started looking into creating courses and that was an, a nice way to multiply their time yeah. and service lots of people all at once at a lower price point. Um, and I, I think that's going to be a very common theme in the interviews that we have. For sure. For sure. Yep. Definitely. So why are we hosting this podcast? Why are we doing it together? And why are you and I uh, the people that should host a podcast around these topics? <laughs> I think you and I both spend a lot of time talking about education in a kind of abstract way, just in like offline, like we just do. We, we both are just naturally teachers and good teachers. And we think about teaching a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you and I run this business together, mm-hmm. um, which is a lot of trainings and teachings ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we're constantly trying to think of ways to convey information in a unique and interesting way that's yep. easily digestible and actionable. Um, I think I personally am very much a minimal minimalist in terms of uh, what needs to be in some sort of package <laughs> of information that yeah. I'm delivering. Whereas you are very big picture grandiose. Um, and I think the two of us together make for an interesting conversation just back and forth thinking about teaching. Why don't you tell people a little bit about your background? Did we talk about that in the transition episode? Because I feel like a lot of people know me. um, And then Mm -hmm. definitely by relation, especially as you've been showing up more in the business, people are starting to get to know you. But maybe for those who don't know you yet, why don't you talk a little bit about like, who the heck are you? (laughs) like What your background (laughs) is? Because I think it is important in this. Yeah. Sure. And uh, if you listen to early, the first Academics Mean Business episode, I'm interviewing Lindsay and it does come up there. If you've been in Lindsay's masterclass, which I think she talks about me a little Mm -hmm. bit and I'm very much present in Build a Better Beta, which is our main product, our course uh, right now in our business. And my background is in physics. So I have a PhD in physics from UC Santa Cruz and I taught physics full time for about three and a half years at the community college level, similar to Lindsay, where she taught sociology. Um, And yeah, and besides being a full-time teacher, I taught for maybe a handful of years before that. And of course, going through grad school, being a TA for all those years. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I really, really just loved teaching ever since my first tutoring gig as an undergrad student. I was like, oh, I like this a lot. And I'm He's so good at metaphors. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Whenever I'm yeah. writing an email or like in the, you know my webinar, I'd be like, "What's the best way to explain this?" Like, and I think that's mm-hmm. a good teaching skill to be able to, especially with physics. Clearly, to be able to bring it down to a level that people can get right. And um, so, yeah, Derek's always been really, really good at that. Do you want to talk about what you studied? <laughs> For any physics nerds listening, yeah, why not? <laughs> I'd studied solar cells and did material science research looking at um, quantum dot photovoltaics. So fun. <laughs> it's pretty fun. <laughs> but in the business, what I do ah, yes. uh, originally, what I did was, or I still do actually, a lot of the back end systems stuff. So I'm pretty tech savvy enough that I can stumble my way through learning a new platform that Lindsay throws at me. She's like, I need to get this going in my business. I'll try and figure it out quickly. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of my role early on was just helping her through <laughs> putting um, out fires, setup, putting out <laughs> fires. I want to, I do want to say Lindsay is very tech savvy and she's mm-hmm. very good at figuring out tech. She's very capable of running tech, but she also just drops bombs on tech <laughs> and just says like, this has to happen right now and sets everything up about 
80% of the way there, but then it doesn't get finished. And so I do a lot of cleanup. For those of you uh, who are really but, know your Colby stuff, I'm a nine quick start. So yeah, that makes so she sense. Starts, Derek's a three. She, <laughs> yeah. She quick starts all over the place yep. and then I go around mopping up the mess. But if Lindsay really sat down and focused, she yeah, could literally sure. do everything I do in this I think, business. you know what? It, it's funny, super side note, but I think running a business and like having to do so many different types of roles, which in my previous life as a professor and like as a, an academic, you know, student, grad school, whatever, like I've spent my whole career in education, it never felt that intense. And so there's something about like, it's almost like it's the worst environment for a quick start because there's way too many things you could do. And so it's almost like it's even, it's even worse, which was actually, I think the whole first, you know, two years in my business was recognizing that like, Oh, like my personality isn't really actually set up for this. I have to like put in some bumper, you know, bumpers and all these other things, which I learned quickly. So if you, if you recognize that personality trait in yourself, just know that you just need help with it. And like, you can open a bunch of doors and and that's awesome in business is to be innovative and to take action fast is really important in business. But like, somebody on your team needs to like finish stuff or tell you like, oh, let's table that like great idea. But that was a tough learning part for me, for sure. Right. So and yeah, in our in our Build a Better Beta program, my role is really the, the tech person. Mm-hmm. Like I do the tech training videos. Lindsay's has most of the core content, like explaining the framework of this whole process of creating a course in this particular way that Lindsay came up with. And um, there's some tech tools that are required. So my role is to make tutorials and how to use them. Yeah. So the two of us together have spent a lot of time teaching, like well, like tens of thousands of hours, wouldn't you say? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I think I think that like, well, first of all, the what is it like a quote or some sort of like, maybe it's Malcolm Gladwell, I don't know. But the idea of like, what it means to be an expert, you have to put in like 10,000, like he he gives some number, I forget. Mm -hmm. But the the point I want to make by that is, I think we um, and I it, get, it kind of relates to what I was saying, you know, earlier about like how we show up in Q and A calls. It's like a student can come and say, "Oh, I accountability groups aren't working in my course. Like, what should I do?" And we like tapped into, "Oh, I used to do group work, and like when mm-hmm. I organized group work, we did this." And it's just like we have this bank of knowledge, and I want to, you know, shout out all the educators listening. We have this bank of knowledge that can really help people move through online programs and get transformations, get results. And so us mirroring that back to entrepreneurs who've never had that before, who've never experienced being a teacher, like in front of real live human beings, I think there's some level of, you know, expertise that we bring that you can't just like, it's not that you can't learn, but it comes from practice and experiencing. Mm-hmm. And um, and so we can move our students through problems really quickly or what could you know feel like a problem in their course or in their group program. And we can give them a quick like w- reframe that we would use in our own teaching classroom that I think is, is really powerful. So that is something that makes us, I think, stand out from other course creators. You know, we're not the first people <laughs> on the interwebs teaching people how to make courses and sell them online. Um, 
But I do think we bring to the table, yeah, like what it means to be a teacher. But then the other side of that too, like the optimization and the like assessment kind of level, like reflection that we can bring, like how do you improve a course? Like Mm -hmm. what internet marketer is talking about improving a course? They just want you to get money in your pocket, right? And that's all fine and well. And we also want that too. But like, how do you make sure it's a great program? How do you reiterate? How do you change? How do you, like Derek and I right now, literally uh, last yesterday, it was, I think we were almost done, but we Mm -hmm. just went through BBB. I mean, it's had nearly 400 students go through it. We've been collecting data that whole time, feedback from them, obviously hours and hours of Q&A calls. We're now making changes where we're like doing these tiny tweaks. And so even though we've made multiple six figures on this one program, it's so that's what's beautiful about focusing on one program and like really delivering for people because then you can say, okay, we're going to optimize again and we're going to optimize again. And I think um, that's a skill that again, I don't know anyone teaching that. And so, you know, why us? Like we're teachers and we really can help people teach better online and create really amazing learning experiences. I think part of the reason this podcast exists is that we really want our methods and our programs and our strategies to be the go-to strategies for people that are creating curriculum. We think it's that good. We really want to get the word out about what we're doing. And we're going to have episodes like specific content episodes that are like, if you're running a course and you want to improve it, here's what you do. Yep, That kind of stuff. Yep. That's That's the theme of us in this podcast, in addition to interviews. But yeah. um, we do want these content-specific episodes to supplement interviews. So you can get both sides. You can get our specific, here's what you do kind of stuff, but then also interviews where we get to learn from other people and see what they're doing. Yeah. So you know, let's dive into a little bit about the format that we're going to go for moving on. So a content episode will look like Derek and I, likely. Maybe we'll have some solo episodes ourselves if we want. But for the most part, it would be us teaching something. Um, right. And... Uh, That'll be really great. But then the other side that we're going to do, which I think is really unique the way we're doing it as well, is we're going to actually interview um, both sides, like we mentioned, of who we help. We are going to interview educators and teachers and professors, you know, out in the quote unquote real world or out in a physical classroom. And we're interviewing those folks who've started businesses. And we'll talk about that skill set that they're bringing there. And we will. Um, I don't know what we're going to name the episodes, but we will distinguish them in the episode kind of titles. Um, And we'll definitely highlight the skills they bring in from the classroom and how they're using it in their businesses and how they've built their businesses and how they've made money um, building their business. And then we're also going to interview um, folks who are uh, entrepreneurs who are now teaching in their business. And these are going to be very high-level course creators who um, have courses as the focus of their business model and how they've, how as entrepreneurs, they're showing up as teachers and what is working for them. And a lot of these folks that we're going to interview are going to be very high-level where they've had multiple, you know, maybe multiple six-figure launches. They have thousands of students um, or they've been doing this for a very long time. And so they can reflect on how the industry has changed and what they've learned about being a teacher um, in this industry, even though they didn't maybe start out as a teacher um, with training, like by training. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. those folks tend to be heavily marketing focused, right? They're going to teach strategies of like how they've you know launched their courses and, and ran their courses, but we'll also get insider tips about what's working, you know, of course, in courses that have thousands of students or have had, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people go through because I think that will also be um, really important. So we'll 
though we kind of are going to have those two types of interviews. Um, and I think that will be really valuable because there's different things to learn from both of them. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in those interviews. Me I'd, too. Obviously, I know A and B interviews from the past episodes yes. um, with you, but those are all people who come from some sort of education background or academic background. And there's definitely, you know, secret coded language that we use when we talk to other teachers True. about teaching. Yep. And I'm interested to see how somebody who doesn't have a formal education background talks about being a teacher. Like I, I'm really interested in, in the, the words they use and they just, use you know, how totally. they think about it. I think that's yeah. part of, I mean, even going back to like why this, like why us and like why, even why this podcast exists. Right. So like to recap um, is it's like my dream to have educators see themselves as entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs to see themselves as teachers. And so by us setting up our podcast like this and interviewing, because I I would say too, like there's a lot of business podcasts, a lot of marketing podcasts, Mm -hmm. and more and more podcasts focusing on online courses. And so why someone would choose to listen to this versus something like that is they are getting that like multi-dimensional um and learning from people outside of their industry. So, right. you know, like I've kept keep alluding to, like the educator who's coming in and becoming an entrepreneur, they're going to gain confidence by listening to like the skills that they really do have and that they can bring to the table. And, you know, my, you know, my like deep mission in the next 10 years is to help educators and professors and teachers make money on the side and like make lots of it so we can really be you know, well-resourced and stuff and be able to serve our public education system. And so I think that is important to me. And then entrepreneurs listening and learning from educators, I think even early stage entrepreneurs, which I like better than like newbie or whatever, but like Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs are kind of just starting out, right? And like maybe they've been in business one, two or three years. They're going to learn from those folks as well because they, they will have that, you know, early stage kind of starting um, experience. And we do get a little talky about teaching teaching with those folks as well. So I think it's just going to be this really cool kind of complimentary um, thing. And, and I've... My whole business, as I built a personal brand, and now we're moving into this not a personal brand. I don't know what to call it. Normal? I don't know. <laughs> Regular brand. Brand, brand. But like wealthy teacher's <laughs> umbrella, right? Um my whole personal brand journey was about being the bridge between those folks, right? Like what could teachers learn from entrepreneurs and what could entrepreneurs learn from teachers? And so mm-hmm. here we are, like here I am living out the bridge in a different way than just academics mean business was. So yeah. Right. Cool. Cool. So what do you think uh, listeners can look forward to? What do you think? What do I know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, looking forward, um, Obviously, these epic interviews, we're going to fill them with best practices, things they've learned along the way, tips that are working right now. Again, the online course industry is not only growing, but it's also changing. And so making sure we're staying on top of some of those larger trends. And I think from my vantage point, that will be really helpful. Um, And then we obviously have a bunch of fun content lined up as well. Mm -hmm. I'm especially excited about those. I love just... I don't know, spitballing ideas about teaching theory, teaching ideas, concepts. Yeah, all of it. Yeah. So we're going to cover things like organizing your content and um, creating engaging learning experiences, uh, making sure get you can get your students results. Um, that will be like multiple episodes in very different ways, but that's one of our goals. <laughs> um, how to grow your mm-hmm. audience, you know, the marketing, the tech, 
um, all those things. So you're in the right place if you want to learn how to create, sell and optimize your course, uh, because we want to show people that they can teach from anywhere, whether they're a teacher in a classroom right now or an entrepreneur uh, who is ready to move away from the one-on-one. Yeah, I'm excited. Let's do it. <laughs>